Satnam, Satnam, welcome. Welcome, welcome, Satnam, Satnam. Cold depression, the root cause of all possible addiction and risky behavior. Satnam, welcome. Thank you so much for being here. Only when we get to the root cause of our mental, our physical instabilities, can we really bring the healing circle fully home? And today, we're going to be talking about cold depression, the root cause of addiction, and very risky behavior. Satnam, a beautiful sovereign woman. Welcome, welcome to the Sovereign Woman Movement Show. I am Jyotira Jikor. I was born Veronica Barragan. I am the founder of Satori Wellness and Spirituality and the Sovereign Woman Academy, which is an eight-week group coaching program to overcome cold depression and to transform your life. And this is our movement of women taking their sovereignty back by self-healing and breaking ancestral karmic cycles. Satnam and welcome. Thank you so, so much for being here, especially if you're catching this live. I just want to say that what we're going to talk about today obviously can definitely bring up some triggers. It can definitely bring up some awareness as to perhaps where we may feel stuck. But I do want to share with you share with you that if we learn to actually address it and be with all of these emotions that we're going to talk about today, that you will come out on the other end feeling sovereign and feeling like there's not only hope, but a lot of faith and being able to truly be able to heal your life. Like, as you all know, uh, this week I've been sharing with you yesterday specifically, I actually took you with me on a journey to learn a little bit more about how I myself went from a very stressed out human being with a lot of cold depression that basically was not following her life purpose and was addicted to alcohol and living a facade of just like perfect life on the outside when on the inside, everything was crumbling. And I shared with you all how I myself was able to overcome a lot of these elements, physical and mental through my own self-healing tools that were acquired through the journey. And from this, how I was able to create the Sovereign Woman Movement and the Sovereign Woman Academy and, and a method, which I call now the SWC method for self-healing, specifically for overcoming cold depression and looking at working at overcoming those root causes, which also include the inner child wounds we carry within us. And so you can catch the replay, actually, of that live broadcast if you want to get a little bit more familiarized with how I myself found out and was able to integrate, like I said, these energy tools in my life. Today, specifically, though, I really want to talk more about cold depression, and I want to talk about it more now because I'm seeing how it is really affecting humanity at a much bigger level than it was even a year ago. And like I explained yesterday, cold depression is not like clinical depression. So I come from yogic science. That is where my lineage and the teachings that I learned from come, not only as a Kundalini yoga teacher, but also as now in training in Kundalini yoga therapy. And so a lot of the things that I'm going to share with you today are coming from a yogic scientific perspective and also from very wise, amazing teachers that I myself am learning from, like Dr. Shanti Kar Khalsa, who is the director of the Guru Ramda Center for Kundalini Yoga Therapy, because we now know 
that we can use these ancient energetic tools for self-healing, which is exactly what I did and which is exactly how I was able to create the SWC method. And so cold depression is something that Jogi Bhajan, who was the tantric master who brought the teachings from the East to the West, basically forewarned us about, and he was an incredible futurist because he, he really, a lot of the things that he was talking about are happening now. And he prepared us with this specific type of practice for these very changing, fastly changing times, but also times where the pressure of the information age, which is the consumption of information that we all take today versus what we did even 10, 15, 20 years ago and how it is physically deteriorating the brain and how we also now know even through science, this is recognized through science that emotional trauma, not physical trauma. We know physical trauma causes deterioration of the body and of the brain, but knowing that if you've been through an emotionally traumatic experience, which who hasn't, right? And especially if you went through it as a young child, that that is physically deteriorating your brain, which a lot of people judge human beings for their behaviors, you know, their addictions, when we don't realize that there's a deeper issue that is happening with the brain deterioration from abuse or from overconsumption of information, especially when you don't integrate holistic tools to help you basically thrive in this age of information, right? And so cold depression, the thing about cold depression is that it doesn't discriminate. It basically can happen to anybody from any race, from any sex, from any wealth class. And the reality is that most people, a lot of people that actually have cold depression, they don't even know that they have it. And they don't even know that they have it because we are a society that credits people who are always productive and busy doing a million things, you know, high risk, extreme sports, you know, adrenaline, addicted to the adrenaline. We, we are a society that actually credits that when we don't realize what is really happening within. So today I'm going to describe to you some of these things that I'm especially seeing now showing up in the woman that I work with. But of course that showed up in me, you know, three years ago when I myself was going through these very deep issues. And I want you to really look within and, and really ask yourself these questions because there's nothing more beautiful than self-awareness because through self-awareness, we can actually learn to change. If we don't have self-awareness, we'll never change. And also to get to the root cause so that we don't keep putting a bandaid on our problems. Because the, the thing is, is that if you don't practice holistic healing, which is really getting to the root cause, the element not only will continue, but it will, or it will show up in another way. And you don't want that, right? Especially when we have the tools now. And so cold depression, the reason that it creates us wanting to create risky behaviors in our life, and then we'll talk about addiction and how that's associated with it, is because we are literally addicted to the adrenaline that stress produces, right? And so our bodies become addicted to it. And the reason that it becomes addicted to it is because we're numb. We're numb to our feelings. We're numb to our sensations. Or if we start to feel what we feel, we numb the feelings because we don't want to feel. We don't want to feel the overwhelmment. We don't want to feel the fear. We don't want to feel the, the anxiety. So we numb ourselves. Or we look for these really high-risky activities to, to basically make us feel human again. Because we're going through a deep existential crisis that we're covering up. And this is why this happens to really high productive performing women. And this is why it was happening to me. But we cover it up with 
a lot of things to do, business, especially business, because what happens in our businesses? In our businesses, we can control because we can use the mind. And that's usually where we excel as women. And so we dive ourselves into business and it becomes applauded in this society that if you work hard and you hustle, you work 18 hours a day, especially women now, because we've been really programmed to take on that masculine energy and, and really ignore the divine feminine, which is what I did for so long, which caused so much pain. So what happens is that we get rewarded for being super productive. Look at her. She not only runs her own business, she takes the kids to soccer. And then at nighttime, she still cooks dinner. And then she works out in the morning and all of these things that do what? That continue to ask for the adrenaline rush because deeply inside you're feeling completely numb. Now this shows up in other ways, risky and risky behaviors too, that we need to address, especially right now. And one of the ways is financial. You know, you may be really wanting to take really risky financial risks. Right now they're printing money left and right. And that's, and Jogi Bhajan talked about that about this time too, where people would buy all these houses and these things and they'd be in them completely miserable and disconnected with no prosperity consciousness and no fulfillment. Because first of all, if you think that that's what's going to make you happy, you're going to have a hard awakening. And second of all, so many billionaires examples that are completely dead inside or have committed suicide because the money wasn't enough. And so we, we take financial risks so that we can feel so that we can feel the adrenaline again and again. And, you know, I remember back in 2008, nobody thought the real estate market was going to crash. We're going through this again. And I see so many zombies walking around, not becoming aware of the same patterns that are happening. And I'm not here to be like a bearer of bad news and tell you all that the market is going to crash, but what goes up must come down. And this time it's happening even worse than before. And I know because I'm still involved in the market, whether that's through my connections through the women that I serve, they're still in my communities. Those are the women that I'm helping heal through the referral business that I send out to other agents. So I know what's happening in the market. I'm very, very well educated in it. And so what goes up must come down. And I'll tell you, I remember when we hit, we when I went to my, my first spiritual awakening, this was in 2008. I mean, we were making so much money. My husband and I were in our 20s. We had opened our company. There was one month where we were getting ready to close in one month of commissions. And I'm not exaggerating this. We were getting ready to close almost $110,000 in commissions in one month. So over six figures in real estate commissions back when the market exploded. And of course, this is why people that win the lotto, when there's a statistic that they actually lose the money very quickly and they go back to the frequency. And that is because we can create the energy to create the manifestation. But if you don't know how to sustain the frequency of wealth, then you'll lose it all. And also, if you're going through cold depression, you're buying things. So that's the problem with people when they come into money, then then they go buy really expensive things, which we learned the hard way, right? Make more money. No, don't go buy more expensive things. What happens is that you're going to keep wanting that lifestyle. And then if, if the market crashes or something happens, you know, and in your life, like a, a nervous breakdown or a physical disease, which many people are going through right now, then your lifestyle wouldn't be maxed out where you're forced to then go bankrupt or go into a really bad situation, right? And people have dementia right now, they forget. And because the market back then, it literally changed overnight. It changed overnight where all of a sudden, Nobody was buying houses anymore. And right now we're in the same situation. People are paying 
above appraisal and it's insane, especially in Arizona. And so you numb yourself by buying things because you feel that that's going to make you feel better. And then you continue to make really risky financial uh, decisions that then can end you back into bankruptcy or into zero. And the other way that we take really risky decisions, and this is a big problem across the board in the world, and it's only getting worse and worse, is that you could even, and this is something that Dr. Shak, um, uh, Dr. Shakti Karakalsa mentioned, which is so true because I see this as such a problem in society, but people having affairs and having flings. If you have cold depression, you're numb to your body, you're literally have this existential crisis, you don't love yourself, you probably are blaming the people around you. So you go when you, you go find someone outside of you to have an affair with, to give you the adrenaline rush of feeling again. And then what happens? And here's the thing that if we don't deal with the cold depression, what happens in all of these three situations? If you're taking risky financial risks that don't set you up for wealth, you could lose it all, right? If you're doing, there's people that are like, uh, I don't know what that term is called, but people that like to steal, even though they have money. So people that like to steal and don't have, and they have the money, they do it for the rush to feel alive, right? People also uh, love to take uh, risks as far as, you know, the behaviors go and as it relates to, you know, uh, making sure that they feel alive. So they go and do extreme sports, even though they've broken a lot of bones and even though it's not, not their dharma, because extreme sports are great. If it's something that you love, you know, that's what you were born to do. But if you're just doing it, you're just jumping off parachutes every day. You're running, riding bikes every day, even though you've broken five bones, you're, you know, or, you know, you're always on the, um, on the ATV and you've had many, you just want to continue to forget. You just want to keep rushing. You just want to feel alive. So you do these things that then what? That lead to maybe an accident. Someone who steals because they want to feel alive, maybe they get caught. What happens in infidelity? You know, your energy says more than your actions. So you, you're going to get caught, right? Especially if you have an intuitive wife who practices Kundalini because she's very intuitive. Lizzie says, hmm, but it's the truth. And that's why we, of course, people are saying that affairs are more now because we have access to people on social media, but it's also because the cold depression, you know, people are so numb to themselves. They can't be themselves to themselves. They're not themselves to others. So they go out and try to create, recreate this adrenaline. So what ends up happening is that the adrenaline that you're trying to create from outside of you, basically you run out of energy to do it because truly what we're talking about here is that you're running on stress, not on prana. What is prana? Prana is breath as a yogic scientist, as a yogi, as a meditator. A lot of people think Kundalini yoga, you have to bend and do all these crazy things, you know, that comes afterwards. You know, the other day I was doing uh, something where I was stretching and trying to touch my leg and now I can touch my toes and I was never able to do that before, but I didn't even do it intentionally. It starts first with the mind, even with my, my sons, they're in jujitsu right now. And the number one thing they work on is not, they go to practice, they go to jujitsu uh, three to four times, three to five times a week, but the priority is the mind. They meditate and they get the mind ready because if they can get the mind ready, they can know what the other person is going to do so they can be strategic and be in the now. And then the right moves come. So it's never starts with the physical body, even if you're trying to lose weight or whatever you're trying to do. It starts with the mind. Can you be with your mind? That's a risky neighborhood to go into alone, right? 
So the reason also that this becomes a root cause of addiction, and this was an awakening aha moment for me when uh, Dr. Shakti Karkalsa said this, is because remember, if we're numb, if we're, we, don't, we don't feel our body, you know, we want to stimulate it with something, so we become addicted. We become, and it's not just substances, it's people, it's toxic relationship, drama. Why? Because if we create more drama, toxic relationships in our lives, then guess what happens? There's more stress. And then if there's more stress, then there's more cortisol and more adrenaline. So the thing is, is that it gets stuck in the body. So that's why we practice yoga. We practice Kundalini specifically because it's energetic. It moves it out of the system so that it doesn't get stuck. And so that it doesn't become a pattern, which you then you project out into the world. You know, why do you think I chant every morning for two and a half hours? Because my frequency is now at its highest because I use my own voice to raise it. And then this frequency, which is who I am, thoughts, feelings, and emotions projects out into this diaphragm that is the world, which that's how I interface with the world. So I interface with the world in a higher frequency, right? Instead of a lower frequency of my old programs of the cold depression, where I can't feel my soul of the addiction, which truly what's the addiction? Ultimately, ultimately addiction is a spiritual blockage. You, 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 you're craving the divinity, whatever that addiction is, right? You're craving the divinity and you can't connect. So you're looking for an stimulant outside of you to find it. <coughs> is this making sense? I hope this is making sense. And like I said, it's not fun all the time to talk about, but it's definitely awareness, right? Because what is the first step to healing? Awareness and acceptance, right? And when you accept, that's when you actually learn to be more compassionate with yourself. You learn how to actually move through that. Now, this is a perfect time to be working through these addictions, right? These blockages, because this is the time where we actually have the tools to do it. Now, tomorrow, I want to talk a little bit more deeper about addiction and cold depression and how it played out specifically in my life and how I see it play out in the lives of the women that I help. Again, addiction doesn't necessarily have to be a substance. It's the programs too. It's the stories that we tell ourselves. The beautiful part about this is that when you start to actually address the cold depression, like I explained yesterday, as you start to work on this very important issue, all of the other aspects of your life start to refrequence. Basically, you raise the frequency in them. And the reason that happens is because one of the key aspects of healing the cold depression is vitality. You know, like I said, we run on as yogis, when we practice our inner work, our meditation, that means we are increasing our prana. So you are living right now between the first breath you've ever taken and the last breath you have, you will ever take. How beautiful is that, right? And you have a bank account. All of us have a bank account of breaths that were given to us and we don't know what that number is and every breath you're taking you're taking from that bank account if you're conscious of the breath that you are taking that you are clearing karma you are in the present moment opening to the divinity to to all that is if you are not present of the breath that you are taking you're creating more karma more of those experiences that you probably don't want to repeat and when you have cold depression and you're not connected to your soul, you're not even aware of your breath. You're not aware of prana. 
And that's why you rely on the outside stimulants to help you, the adrenaline, the stress, until physical illness happens, nervous breakdowns, until mental instabilities happen, addictions, severe anxiety, a deep existential crisis. And then ultimately what happens is that the cold depression actually converts into clinical depression, which clinical depression is a deep level of, you know, a, a, a deeper, truly it's, it's traumatically sad and, and just complete disconnection, complete disconnection. So these are the changing times that we are now challenged with these. And this is why it's so important to understand our body, our mind and our spirit, and also understand how to actually change this, which is what we're going to be talking about. So tomorrow I'm going to share with you all more deeply cold depression, addiction, the metaphysics of it, how I understood it specifically. Also understand more how to actually use these holistic tools, because that's what I'm dedicating the entire month of May to, to really look at this this challenge that we can use as, as alchemy, that we can use as a tool. There was one of the uh, shaman oracle cards that I pulled this morning. There was beautiful guidance that said, you know, that thing that you're looking at as, as your biggest hindrance or as, a, as something irritating is actually what is here to liberate you and set you free. And all of us can learn to be in this level of the mind where we can be in neutrality of life and really see that even if we have the awareness that we are going through cold depression, addictions, whatever is happening, that we can be in those moments of compassion to actually find the people, the tools, the communities that can help us, that can help us transcend that. Because if I did it, so can you, so can you, everybody can do it. So this is a part of our movement. So I invite you to take the journey with us. Now, as we all know right now, the Sovereign Woman Academy, which is my eight week group coaching program to overcome cold depression. That one is not open for enrollment yet. But if you're serious, like if you're serious, like if this resonates and these are some of the things that you yourself are going through, again, awareness without shame, compassion, then you can slide up up into my DMs and send me a DM and I can talk to you a little bit more about what this program is that I'm creating that we'll be launching here very soon. I'm actually setting up 15 minute calls to really look at your situation and to see if it's a good fit for you. And this is going to be happening very soon. So feel free to send me a DM and, and connect with me and get on my calendar. There's actually a link in my Instagram bio as well. And I'll post it here everywhere uh, you all are watching. As well as, as we all know, Satori Wellness and Spirituality is open for a moment. And that is open only until tomorrow. Tomorrow at midnight, we close the doors to my virtual community space for transformation and healing. And this is where you'll have the support of other sisters on this journey as well of raising their frequency because the healing journey is not linear. You come back to things and you are at a different consciousness, right? And you look at them with a different level of awareness. And that's where you get to change its frequency again and over and over again. And so we offer the support in my community with uh, live classes, three a week, as well as one monthly business and leadership class. I know a couple of you actually had a questions about that one, but yeah, this is actually part of your membership, you know, being in the real estate community or industry for more than 15 years. And as an entrepreneur for now, more than 18 years, it's, I'm passionate about it. And it's part of our movement to create an economic revolution within our communities and within women specifically. So it is part of your uh, membership. So make sure you, you check it out by going to the link, veronicabarriganiam.com 
forward slash three-step framework. It'll actually give you my free training on what my three-step framework, the SWC method is of Kundalini yoga uh, therapy, as well as spiritual psychotherapy to overcome um, cold depression, rewire the subconscious mind from the inner child programs and really take your sovereignty back because that's what we're all about. So check out that link and DM me if you have any questions. You can actually ask me questions in the training as well. Uh, thank you to all of you that have been part of this beautiful community. Thank you for your comments, for your questions, for your DMs. Um, basically, all of your questions, I'm now able to use them as, as, as uh, live videos that I can now share. Because one of the things that's important is to know that you're not alone on this journey. And I promise that if you're probably going through this, then there's someone else that's going through this. And community is such an important part of healing. So please do not ever hesitate to reaching out and to asking for help if you need any help. Uh, for the Sovereign, for Satori Wellness and Spirituality, we do have also one scholarship available. So if anybody's going through some serious financial hardships, then there is an application also on my Instagram uh, account. It's veronicabarriganiam.com forward slash scholarship. So anybody's going through a serious uh, situation, there's an application process and you can actually click on that as well. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for being. Thank you for existing. I'll be back tomorrow with a little bit more of an update and also on Pluto and why addictions and cold depression are so important to address right now. Thank you and have a blessed rest of your day. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's Sovereign Women Movement Show podcast episode. Let's continue the conversation by joining me in my free training on how to heal emotionally and awakening spiritually, where I share with you my exact three-step framework, the SWC method on how to take your sovereignty back. So click on the link below and pick a time that works best for you. Also, follow me on Instagram at Veronica Bear again, I am, and also in our community page at Sovereign Woman Movement. I look forward in connecting with you there. Satnam.